tuck and I'm fucking with the law, but I'm riding in my form. Whole time going to shows and I know that she gone. Pop popping in the Lambo and I ain't popping in the Bentley. Wanna ride with me and I got my semi tuck. Riding in a Rory and I'm rolling on the bench. Fucking on the flag. All right, everybody. It's Monday. It's six o'clock. It's time for the joke workshop here on Mutiny Radio. And we're going to get started right now with comics that are here and uh we take notes for each other and give comments keep it positive hanging out here on a monday inside all masked up i'm behind the glass you can always give us a call 415-550-0511 if you want to say anything to any of the comics uh but we're gonna get started right here in the joke workshop your first comedian your first comedian, clap your hands together, everybody. For your first comedian, they're not in here yet, they're outside. What they don't realize is that uh, we have to get started on time because I have places to go, people to see, things to do, other open mics to attend, yes. Your first comedian is, they're, they're not in the building. All right, guys, we're getting started. I don't have all the time in the world, we gotta get going. Getting it going, starting it up at 6 o'clock. We got to start on time. All right, your first comedian, everybody. Clap your hands together. It's Brady. Oh, my God. Hold on one second. I got to get this condom on. There you go. I've been saying that for 40 years. <laughs> okay, so just, just see if you can feel that. Okay. Oh, God. All right. Hi, everybody. How you doing? My name is Brady. Can you... There's been a lot going on, you know, this whole COVID thing and how it changes our lives and how we feel like sometimes we're just, there's nothing that can bring us together. We've been just like so far apart, you know? And I was thinking like to all the guys in the audience, all the straight guys, any straight guys in the radio? There's gotta be a few listening. And I was just thinking, you know, guys, you know, like there's one thing that we all really love, right? The one thing we all have in common, and that's, the only one, that's we all wanna fuck something. I wanna put our dick in something. And something that goes on with every guy. We're all like, we wake up in the morning. What was that? We look down and we wonder, where, where did I put it? Where was it? You look down and you're like, oh my God, what is that? Is that, is that guacamole? Oh my God. Jesus. I mean, you don't want to bring home anything else. And, you're like, and right now, guys, you know, I've been thinking about sex and all this stuff. And, you know, and fighting the pandemic is something I'm used to as a faggot, right? We, we've been doing this for like 40 years now. And it's really exciting to see you guys catch up with us. Now you gotta have the condoms and my most exciting addition to COVID sex for all y'all, get ready for glory holes. <laughs> yes, it's up to you because in the New York guide, the safe sex, it says, make it a little kinky. Be creative with sexual positions and physical barriers like walls that allow contact while preventing close face-to-face -face contact. Nothing says sex like lack of face-to-face -face contact, but um. But then you know, there's other thing that I realize that has that gives it all in common is like, you know, you you have to you know it's about not breathing it in, right? Not facing your partner. So now everyone else has to take it from behind too. <laughs> got to get used to that. You got to be like, oh, we're used to it, right? We're all like, yeah, take it. But yeah, now <laughs> we're just like, yeah, take it. So you guys got to catch up with this, okay? Um. And I think those are my biggest and those are my newest, but, um, oh, what else can you, oh, we, we can masturbate together? That's very exciting. We can try that now if you want. I think that might be safe. And <laughs> it's the radio and no one's looking. 
you know, I can, we can lie and say that we're doing it, right? We can just be like, yeah, we're on this. And um, let's see, I think I and, and that's, those are the new jets I'm working on. So thanks, guys. Brady, you're king. You did three again. Yay. That was three minutes. Um, the only thing I would say is uh, slow down. There was a, there were some diction issues just and I think it's that some of these are jokes that you're doing again so you're running the script in your head uh -huh. and we always think that no matter what the audience has never heard it so nice and slow uh, but because I missed I missed a little bit yep. because you were going a little fast tonight okay. but uh, you heard all the laughs like you know that they have your jokes have wings all the, all the glory hole stuff is great the physical distancing getting bang from behind the whole con it all flowed together very well I think other comments Yeah, and um, you can use masks, or use masks. Uh, if you guys want to do comments, we have c microphones in here as well so that they can hear you on the radio. Um, but yeah, she was basically the same, th same thing. Slow down, let the, let the jokes land, because they're there. The, the punchlines are there. Okay. So you just sit, sit on them. Right. And, and it's hard, too, sometimes to be like, okay, this is where you laugh, but the audience doesn't really know where to laugh unless you tell them silently with your pausing. Clap your hands together, everybody. It's Brady. That's how the joke workshop works. We're going to do another gay rock block. <laughs> uh, your next comedian is so funny. He killed on um, Saturday. I enjoyed his set so much. Clap your hands together, everybody, for Peter. All through the crib, these niggas, they going to get shot. Trying to dodge, trying to dodge. These niggas, I know they dodge. And they on, on the end of a 15 Christian. And all you opposition niggas, I know they on Twitter. They beefing all that shit. These niggas, they pull the trigger. Do nudists have to wear masks? <laughs> like, I know it's a dumb question, but what's the answer? Look, I will take one for the team. Okay, I have not seen a dick in a while. I will gladly go down to Greywell Cove, scout out the leathery perverts who are tanning their scrotum, and I will report back for everyone. It's, a, it's, it's no big deal. It's no big deal. Um, yeah, I haven't had sex in a while. To the point where now I'm just like replaying the greatest hits in my mind, like a Mariah Carey album. <laughs> and like every Mariah Carey album, every guy that I am hooking up with hits that like shrieking note at the climax. <laughs> yep, I hit that note. It was great. It won a Grammy. A new single coming out in Mutiny Radio. Um, yeah, I was thinking about the time I hooked up with a guy who was wearing a chastity device. Has anyone been with someone wearing a chastity device? <laughs> okay, for those of you who aren't familiar, because you're well-adjusted adults, um, a chastity device is like a clamp that you put on your penis so you don't ejaculate. And this guy was wearing it because he was visiting from out of town. He was allowed to fool around with other men but his master forbade him from coming. 
And I don't know about you, but I'm just imagining that his master is Mike Pence. <laughs> and the device itself was kind of like a lime green, like plasticky thing, like the material you would use to make a super soaker, ironically. Yeah, it was logistically difficult. I was like, do I, do I kind of do one of these and try to, you know, figure out the optimal position there? Um, but yeah, the, nowadays the only guy who is sliding into my DMs at 2 a.m. is Pete Buttigieg. <laughs> and like, yes, I'm voting for Biden, but like the reason I'm getting all of these messages from Pete is because I just signed up for some email listing that said bottoms for Pete. <laughs> I thought I was going to find a bottom for Pete <laughs> out of it. Um, I just moved back to California. So naturally I've had to start doing a lot of yoga and I will do a lot of yoga videos where the instructor speaks like this. Um, yes, I do my yoga with Julie. Julie guides me through the practice. And um, at one point, Julie um, instructed me to take a big, deep breath in and breathe out through your sit bones. <laughs> I'm like, that's not where I breathe. Like, am I supposed to fart? Is that the instruction here? Also, oh, what are your sit bones? Like, was that what I was supposed to like position on the chassis device like so? Um, some of the COVID restrictions have been easing up. I don't know if y'all saw this, but in Japan, you can actually get on roller coasters again, but you're not allowed to scream because that's like a saliva risk for the car behind you. So there are all of these signs in this amusement park in Tokyo that say, Please scream inside your heart. <laughs> to which I say, I have been doing that a very long time. All right, it just takes one look at a leathery scrotum and gray whale cove, and I'm like, <laughs> and that's where I'm going to end it tonight. Thank you. Pete. Bottoms for Pete. Bottoms for Pete. That was lovely. The whole thing, a chastity device, I, I, I know it's real, but it, it just, I, I, I was on board with you the whole time. And you heard all the laughs. You got, a you got an applause break at Joke Workshop. Jesus. Uh, <laughs> comments? Other comments? Great timing. Everyone's like, whoa. He's like, keep sucking my dick. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, the twerking was amazing. I was really impressed with the, the you got like the roll bounce on it. You got like the, I'm super impressed by your twerking. That was pretty amazing. Sweet, clap your hands together, everybody. Peace. Sierra, your next comedian. Clap your hands. She's the, she's the lone lady wolf tonight. Put your hands together for Sierra Hager. Try me, try me.
I'm the what? Lone Lady Wolf. What are you? What about you? Uh, yeah. <laughs> My name's Sierra Hager, as you know now. Uh, or you can call me by my Hebrew name, which is Dr. Hager. <laughs> That's a lie. I don't have a doctorate. I don't even have a degree. But I do know a very small number of people who all have the same name who strongly wish that wasn't the case. Um, let's see. Let's see what new jokes I have for you guys this fine Monday. Um, oh, <laughs> did anyone see SNL on Saturday? Is it no one and this joke is? Okay, yeah, okay, so you guys have seen the news about SNL, right? And the very controversial opening monologue. And I would like to say, in his defense, Billy Corgan looks very good. <laughs> I think he looks like he's doing a lot. He was like approaching coherence. Um, I say good for him. Okay, let's see. All right. I'm going to try this joke. I really want it to be funny, and it has been very not funny here before, but I've been practicing it, so I think I'll be able to suck less at doing it. So let's see. Okay. I got a CD to learn German. Um, and like, like every language program, it teaches you first, like this conversation that you have and the conversation is like, if you speak English and not that other language, how do you like talk to someone if you need help? Like, how do you find another English speaker basically? So here it is. This is how you do that. This is how you get help and find an English speaker if you're in Germany. Okay. So here we are. Okay. All right. So here's the English speaker. And sure they can see, uh, verstehen Sie English? And then here's the German speaker. Nein, ich verstehe kein Englisch. Verstehen Sie Deutsch? Nein. Ha! Auf Wiedersehen. Auf Wiedersehen. Thanks, Peter. <laughs> um, yeah, they're beautiful people. All right, and I just, I have some new questions that I just want to ask you guys now. Oh, yeah. How many accounts is Audible going to let me start? Right? <laughs> like, how many free trials do you, is this fraud? Like, I feel like I've signed up multiple times, like, with the same email address. Like, what's happening there? I'm, like, worried. Um, Michigan is a bad name for a state. <laughs> the, the only note it says here after that is the word Michigas. <laughs> Did you know that every single day, 500,000 people wake up and decide to keep living in Wyoming? <laughs> And this one, this, is, this one's just petty. This is, uh, does anyone else feel like, like when Lin-Manuel Miranda shows up somewhere, he's like so surprised to see himself. He's like. <laughs> All right, that's it. Thanks, Pam. Hey, you get your body drop. Yeah. Yay.
I don't know who Luis Manuel was, but that was a funny act out for whoever he is. He's, he's the Hamilton guy. I, maybe I should oh. say that. He's so smug. <laughs> he's so smug. And, like, he's talented. He's brilliant. But, like, oh. But so smug. Uh, the, the only note I have, because I think you're brilliant, is that after the doctor line, the only tag I could think of is, uh, I don't even have insurance. <laughs> So like after the or you call me doctor. Nobody's Hagar, gonna believe that. Say, I, I, don't, I don't even have a doctor. I don't even have insurance. Like then there. No, that's good. That's okay. Good. But that was the only thing I could think of tag wise. Yeah, that's solid. Because your style is so unique, you know. Oh, thanks. Man. Yeah. He's got a little unicorn mask. Henry does coming in. That's nice. <laughs> uh, other comments? You can come get a microphone back here and tell her how much you love her. I liked how he had the Lin Manual set up afterwards, like all those little details about who he was and how smug he is. I think that could also be entered into like how he loves to see himself. Like yeah, as a setup. I love the Audible thing because I too have like five different accounts that I've all used with the same email. What is your business plan? I, I, I truly have no idea. What's like I've never plan? paid a dime for it. <laughs> but like, is there like a specific weird book that you could cite at the end of that? Absolutely. Yeah. That's great. Yeah. yeah. Thank you. Uh, infinite jest. Wait, wait. So what is Audible? Oh, it's uh, it's like an audiobook streaming platform. No, it's like it's like books on tape. So it's like you can listen to Stephen King reading, you know, it, or you can listen. It's to It's a library for dyslexic people. Okay, yeah. withhold your judgment. There, there's the joke. What is their business plan? It's a library for dyslexic people. Everything's free. That's the dyslexic. That's funny. I'm just gonna write this all down. Cool. It'll also be on the podcast. Uh, but not everybody's on Facebook, and that's where I share them around. All the podcasts are available under our index at Jules Workshop, mutinyradio.fm. Uh, any other comments for Sierra? Clap your hands wildly for Sierra Hager. Yay! She's not a doctor. She just plays one on TV. All right. You're next. Josh, you want to go? You're an ex-comedian. Put your hands together, everybody, for the... Comedy and musical stylings of Josh Kahn. Fucking with a savage and you won't miss. Fucking with my niggas and we drilling shit. So as the pyrotechnics segment. I just I'm gonna play one song that I wrote. And then I'll, I'm, that's all I'm going to do is I'm just going to play this one song. Uh, do we have any Rick and Morty fans here? Woo! Have we any fans of uh, the Back to the Future trilogy? Okay. That, whoa, that was like the second one was like a groan. It's like, Rick and Morty! So, man. Back to the Future. So, uh, I, I, grew up, I grew up on the Back to the Futures. And Pam asked me to actually bring this song into being. So I'm going to world premiere right here at Joke Workshop of this song. Um, you guys aren't the only fans of uh, Rick and Morty. Apparently the band Chumbawamba is very into Rick and Morty. Okay? So. Oh, shit. I'm sorry. Don't you hate it when a guitar player tunes a guitar in front of you? 
So couldn't you have done that at home? Kind of like when you see a police officer beating a woman in the middle of the street. You're like, couldn't you have done that at home? Very, my apologies. I am still wasted off Pam's pot food. I will, I will be completely honest with you. If Pam always talks about being a witch, but if Pam was the witch, like from Hansel and Gretel, they would take a couple of bites out of her house and then be like, dude, we're not going anywhere. We're not... <laughs> We're not pushing anyone into any oven. Like, it would be so easy for her to kill and eat these, like, super stone children. You know? Like, Pam should build, like, you know, Pam could build the buildings in King Kong. King Kong would be like, rah, rah, take a bite out of the building and just rah, 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 rah. Okay, so Chumbawamba likes Back to the Future. That's where we were. Here's Chumbawamba's take on Back to the Future. I think it goes like this. I get Doc Brown, and I go back in time. I get in the DeLorean, me and Doc Brown. In 1955, I accidentally kissed my mom, me and Doc Brown. We go back in time, I make sure the fuck's capacitor's on, me and Doc Brown. In 1985, I accidentally finger-banged my great-grandma. One point twenty-one gigawatts. One point twenty-one gigawatts. You fight Buford Tannen, you fight Griff Tannen, you fight Biff Tannen, you meet Oban Tannen. You got plutonium that takes you to your dad's time. You got a lightning bolt that returns you to your present time. Oh, Marty boy, Marty boy, Marty boy. He met Doc Brown, invents a choo-choo train that goes 88 miles per hour and somehow flies and goes back in time or forward, I can't decide. I met Doc Brown. Then it gets really fucked up. I met Doc Brown in 2005. I said, Doc, I think something's wrong. He says, what's up? I got Parkinson's. Says I'm not that kind of Doc, so just shake around. <laughs> I'm evil. Uh, there's nothing like making fun of Parkinson's, man. Muhammad Ali. God bless him. Anyway, I don't know. Uh, happy Indigenous Day. Merry Genocide. Merry Genocide, everyone. Um, <sighs> that's my time, everyone. I'm Josh Kahn. Have a good one. Josh Kahn's new amazing song. He just shits new songs for breakfast, everyone, like every day. No, we were seriously just fucking around in the car yesterday, and, and now he has that really funny song with like four verses. That was amazing. Yay, Josh Kahn, yay. All right, Mr. Weed or Ian, who wants to go up next? Is Mr. Weed even in here? No, okay, Ian, Ian Langlands, everyone, yay. Don't forget, you can all donate in that little bucket or on our Venmo at Mutiny Radio, all one word. Ian Langlands, yay! This guy just deep-throated this mic. That's what I was thinking the whole time. Did you get, did you get tested recently? Oh, okay. TMI, homie. Okay. Um, get something. Okay, I did this next week, but no one was here, so I'm going to do it again. 
Um, so I just got a question. Has anybody here been bullied in some form at any point in their life? Bowling? No. Bully, bullying. Bullied. Yes? Did I say bowling? Sorry, I'm a little nervous. Uh, yeah, bullied. Anybody? Yeah? I feel like now that I'm out of like high school and stuff, I kind of have a new perspective on bullying. I now realize how good it is in some forms. It kind of builds character, you know, kind of shapes you and who you are. You know, I used to be called like a feminine Jack Skellington. I don't, <laughs> I don't really know what that means, but like when I look back at it now, I'm kind of like flattered. So um, that's where I'm at. But uh, um, because like I have this new like way of seeing bullying, I feel like, um, I'm always like, I, f I meet someone and I'm like, okay, I feel like some bullying could have like helped this person. <laughs> because there's, I meet a lot of people where I'm like, something, you know, something went a little uh, haywire in their uh, mechanical engineering because they got to go a different path. Um, but just a healthy amount, just a dash of bullying, nothing, you know, nothing beyond the uh, repair. Um, uh, and the internet has really worsened this problem, obviously, but the thing is, is that there's these groups of people that find people that think like them and they create these groups and it's like 99% of the time it's a beautiful thing. There's that 1% of the time where you just get like this like bunch of freaks in the deep dark web of the internet. And um, my example leading to that is like furries. It's just like, <laughs> like you can't tell me you see a furry online and think like what brought them to this point? <laughs> like how did they get there? I feel like if they showed up to school in a furry outfit and started telling everyone they like to get fucked like a dog, <laughs> it's just a little bullying could have made them be, be like, you know, maybe this guy's got a point. I gotta readjust my priorities a little bit. Um, but it doesn't end there because, I, like I said, I see people every day that I think should be bullied in some form. Like, if you talk during movies, you should get bullied immediately. <laughs> uh, if you stop walking in the middle of the street, like, bullied. Um, get multiple samples at an ice cream place, bullied. Yeah. You know, when it, like, like every day I see someone like, come on, all right, you're getting a little too cocky, you need a little ego treatment. Um, uh, but yeah, the list goes on. So I go to SF State right now and everything's online. Um, and um, this causes like a problem because like all the kiss asses that would usually be called out for being annoying are now like there's no physical presence, so now they feel really confident to like start talking shit and everything. So I'm getting called out left and right for like not doing assignments, and I'm like, what is this kid? I'm like, where did this kid come from? It's like there's no physical. Pr I don't even see his face. He's got his name up, and he's like talking shit about me as if like you know I'm the problem. It's like, can you just please leave me alone? Because if we were in person, you know, I'd give you a stern talking to, young man. Um, it's always a gamer too. If you think about it, it's always the fucking gamers that are kiss asses and they're always calling people out because this kid's like, you really didn't do the assignment right, you noob. And I'm like on another page Googling like what the hell noob means as this guy's like roasting me and everyone's like laughing. And I'm like, what the hell is this world turned into? Because these fucking gamers, their whole life, they get bullied at school and then they go home and they start, you know, saying slurs to like little 12 year olds. And then now that everything's online, it's like they've been training their whole entire lives to just roast everybody that's ever crossed them. Um, so yeah, uh, power to the gamers, I guess. And uh, God bless, that's all I have. Power to the gamers, Ian Langlands. Uh, that feminine Jack Skellington obviously is fire. Okay. 
I would uh, have more than just the furries because it seems like you're punching down on a kind of, I don't know, some people think it's a cool sexual fetish. I don't know. Uh, I'd have more than a couple examples. Um, You don't want to look like you're yucking anyone's yum too hard. Um, But I loved your examples of the people we were supposed to bully. Those were hilarious. Yeah, I need to think of more. Not used crossing the street, the the ice cream, spoon tasters, Mm -hmm. all of that I thought was great. And the only other tag I would add is, because if we were in person, I would bully you. Right. When they, the guys who are constantly calling you out for not doing all your stuff, and then you, you said, oh, if we were in person, but then I, I, I think the, the joke would be like, I would be bullying you okay. because you're the big jerk in the class. Right, like, right, shut right. up. Okay. No one likes a know-it-all. Didn't you learn that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Uh, yeah, but good stuff. Funny stuff. Thank you. Yeah, like the whole joke, like the whole concept of your rant is so good. Mm-hmm. Um, you're just talking like way too much. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like you should just rehearse it a bunch of times and mm-hmm. then like find the times when you say something that feels yeah. good and then just like like, re- like get the muscle memory with the parts that feel good right. and then just like stop trying to talk. Yeah, that's like what I do all the time. I just write everything down and then I'm like reading like a five paragraph essay. <laughs> but like we're so on your side. Like it's uh, all great. Yeah. Yeah, but thank you so much. That's totally helpful. Mm. Like kind of like highlights? Yeah. Okay. So, like, so when you think you're, for those of you who are on, I was going to assume, mm-hmm. why don't you rewrite them? Because I rewrite them every week. So why don't you rewrite them? Make them shorter so you're not even tempted to do that. Okay. Yeah. Trust yourself. Right, right, right. Trust yourself. That's just, good. Yeah, That's so just good like advice. bullet points and then, yeah, you know, and let everything right. else flow. This is X joke topic. One, two, three. X joke okay. topic. One, two, three. Okay. Cool. Thank you. Clap your hands together, everybody, for Ian! Yay! 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 All right, Hunter, you want to go up? Yeah. Uniac, put your hands together, everybody, for Hunter Uniac! Yay! I've got to put the music back on. What's up, guys? Started my first job when I was in second grade. That kind of sucks. You guys ever, like, my dad was my boss. You guys ever have your dad be a boss for you? Now, here's what it's like. Have you ever gotten fired and grounded on the same day? That's what It sucked. It sucked. Like, I lost my allowance, but then I got severance. You know, so that's pretty cool. It's great, though, guys. It is. I, um, COVID's been going on. It's making me a very lazy person. Like, the only productive thing I've done all COVID is I got a new couch. That's it. So pretty much like the only, like all I did was find a better place to rest my depression. It's great though. I didn't even buy the couch. It was my best friend's couch. He broke up with his girlfriend, took all the furniture, brought it over to my place. So pretty much I'm like, my biggest uh, joy of happiness going on right now just rests upon the shoulders of somebody else's relationship crumbling to the ground. I love it, dude. You ever fart on failure? It's exactly like leather. It's exactly like leather. I love that line for some reason. We're going a lot, like all everywhere here. Um, I had a weird life. I really did. Uh, my AP chemistry teacher died in the middle of my semester. That sucks. I'm saying this joke wrong. I made you guys all depressed. We're gonna go through with it though. It is though. It, uh, it wasn't until like a, a couple of months ago did I find out he was a gay porn star. Yeah, that shit's crazy. You know, and I have nothing to do. Well, this is before I had a job, so I had nothing to do. It's like 2 a.m. I'm messaging everybody on Facebook from my old high school. Hey, do you watch gay porn? <laughs> do you know Garrett? His name was Bo Garrett, too, dude. Like, just, is this seven inches? That's kept what I kept on asking them, guys. 
Like trying to fucking find out. It's true, dude. He was my favorite teacher, too. It's horrible. There's no punchlines to this joke, but it's fucking true. It's fucking true. Well, did you massage him because, like, your, porn, your high school teacher died, too, and was a porn star? <laughs> or did you, did you just know the porn star, and you were, like, sad that he died? It's like, I really admired his work. We lost a T'Challa, the Black Panther, and now a gay porn star? Fuck me, dude. Fuck me. Well, no, fuck him. Well, he's dead. I don't know. <laughs> this is weird, though, guys. All right, that's really all I had to say. I don't want to waste any more guys' time, so I think I'm going to end it there. You're not wasting our time, Hunter Uniac. Yay, Hunter Uniac. Yay. Yay. Uh, comment? Like, You're handsome. You are, you are handsome. And, and Thank you. And funny and personable. It's my only shirt I have right now. I, I feel like you're super personable, and I enjoy, like, your personality on stage is fantastic, and I'm, I'm digging it hard right now. So oh, thank you, Pam. Good stuff. Great presence. Yeah. All right. Thank you, guys. Yay! Yay! Under Uniac doing dope. Yay! All right. Your next comedian. I don't know your name, though. Noah. 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 Hey, everybody. He's a new guy. Be real nice and clap your hands together for Noah. Um, hey, sweetheart, there's there's mic condoms. Um, you just take one of those um, one of those gloves and stick it on top for safety, or you can wear a mask if you want. Whatever uh, makes you Don't worry, I safe. learned this in sex ed. Um, also, another way, if anyone ever wants to bring their own microphone, you're all, you're absolutely welcome to do that. I want everyone to make sure that they feel safe here and distanced and whatever they need to do. So, hey, everybody, again, it's a Noah. Hi, uh, I, I'm a Noah. Um, so, uh, has anyone here gone through puberty? So, um, Mr. Wee told me that, like, comedy's about telling the truth. So, um, yeah, when I first hit puberty, it was like this day I was taking a piss, and, um, I was just peeing, and I looked down, and I was like, oh, why do I have hair growing out there? And um, it really scared me because it was one single long hair. So uh, I pulled it out and I pretty much just never told anyone. And then, um, you know, through the months, more and more hair started coming out and I was really just getting scared like, whoa, this shouldn't be happening. And I kept pulling them out and um, you know, now I really wish I paid more attention in sex ed, but I didn't. I was just laughing at seeing boobs. Um, <laughs> so uh, I'm half Asian. Uh, they call us Hapas. Woo. Um, pretty much my dad was really sexually frustrated because he just really didn't talk about sex. And my dad passed away last year, RIP. Um, but that that was essentially just me not learning about uh, sexual education, right? And um, so I never had like the birds and bees sit down talk. So um, hopefully this isn't just becoming therapy for me. <laughs> <laughs> Anyhow. Um, why don't uh um um
why don't bagels cross the uh, the bay? Because they'd be called bay seagulls. All right. Thank you. Really want to know I Noah, he's super new. Yay. So was the hair joke that you were pulling out pubic hairs? Yeah. Oh, okay. So I did get it. I did understand what was going on. For a while, I'm like, he's pulling him out of his hair. What's going on? But the boobs line was really great. Um, you're super new. It's you just keep doing it. Just keep getting up and do it and say it over and over and everything will be great. Thank you. Yeah. Uh, comments? Josh, got any comments? So like, you never stopped pulling out your pubes. Like to this day, like you still just do it. You're still just bare. Yep. I don't know. You this look good though, no, kid. That's true. Oh. I don't know which one. It is. And also, you look like a tall Joseph Gordon-Levitt. Yeah. That's what you should you say sure that. Do. Just get right up there and just be like, hey, I'm tall Joseph Gordon-Levitt's brother. Yeah, yeah, you absolutely do. Like, yeah. You've got to look like Joseph Gordon-Levitt. Like, I just found one long hair, and I pulled it, and my balls dropped. Oh! That's good. And Yeah. Yeah. That's hot. Thank you. Sweet. Clap your hands. To clap your hands, everybody. It's a Noah. Yay! All right, Will Brown, you want to go? Clap your hands together, everybody, for your next comedian, Will Brown. Next to Ross, the rock. Hi, everybody. I've never been this sober or organized for an open mic before, so I'm just going to forget audience connection and read right off of my printed out notes. Um, as a gay white man in the Bay Area, I have learned uh, who's woke. I've learned that even the mildest of disabilities that I have are worth discussing. <coughs> If nothing else, uh, learning about the horrible ways that I've slighted others, uh, even slightly, it's enlightening. Um, you know, microaggressions are still irritating, uh, just like micro penises and microphones <laughs> given to the wrong person. So don't give me either a micro penis or a microphone unless you want to hear me complain. But, so I'm gonna tell you about some of my mild disabilities, like mild. Like, I, am, I have mild colorblindness. So, I mean, you know, I can play Uno and I can see, you know, stoplights, but I can't really help you uh, say if your mint cappuccino pillows are gonna match your burgundy wine curtains or not, but I will drink them. Um, Further proof, I don't have corona. I can still smell and taste. So I'm happy about <laughs> that. Um, but you know, despite uh, you know, the racial and cultural ramifications of my mild colorblindness, sometimes it does happen. You know, I have trouble usually with browns, oddly enough, last name Brown. Um, but you know, I was having a little sexy time with this boy and he pointed out the fact that I have like some ginger pubes. And I always thought of myself as a blonde. So I was having a bit of an identity crisis. Um, I was, he's like, no, look, the, look at them here in the sunlight because you know, like we were outside. And, um, and I was like, oh my God, okay, maybe I can see it, but I, I'm not sure. Like, you know, I had, it made me get in touch with my like, you know, Irish, 
you know, German identity a little bit more than I wanted to. Um, so it was, it was kind of this like genetic cultural uh, DNA moment that made me think like, uh, I wonder if this is what it was like when we told David Meyer in second grade that he's Jewish. I don't think he knew and we pointed it out. Like I specifically remember myself saying, that's why you have a big nose with a hook in it. And, I, and then I was like, oh, that was probably so wrong of me to point that out so bald faced to him, but I did it. And then, you know, cut to like the 10 year high school reunion, he comes back and he had like freckles and red hair and no, like he had like no nose at the 10 year high school reunion. So he had a nose job and I was like, I think I contributed to that. I don't know if it's a good thing or a bad thing, but it happened and that's <laughs> a true story. But anyhow, um, my other mild disabilities include gay DD, which for those of you that don't know is when you're gay and you're distracted by D. So it could be college boy D. Oh, sorry, the other guy that was here. Um, it could be USPS, U, wait, UPS guy D, guy at the gym D, guy with a beard D, or just Sunny D, which is a delicious fruity orange drink. It, it'll distract me. So I have mild gay DD. I have a mild case of day, gay DD. Um, and I am a gay dad. I'm in an open relationship, which means that we still use Grindr and Scruff, you know, those like gay apps, because we're cool with it, right, Henry? We're cool with it. M mildly cool with it. Um, an open relationship or not, but meeting guys on Grindr is kind of like the first piece of paper or the last piece of paper on a roll of toilet paper. When you meet a guy on Grindr, you don't want to use him for anything important like, you know, drying your tears or shoving up your butt, but you can use them to like blow a load on. <laughs> it's totally fine. <laughs> okay, thank you guys for listening. I'm Will Brown. Will Brown! Fire tonight. Timing, your timing was exquisite. That the great timing on the on that it all distracts me. That was just so funny. You see, you just your your timing was perfect tonight. You were just natural, but having fun, and and I was on board with you the whole time. The only thing I can think of to add would be examples of microaggressions from the beginning. Like, you got to the 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 cool like dyslexia things that you have, and I think all of those are really cute and wonderful. But there might be another road to go down with like people's microaggressions, like when ah. they do. Like you can be expressive with your face and like wink or do something weird with your mouth and be like, <laughs> like this means your cum tastes like pineapple or whatever. You can like do like a I weird have a mild tick disorder. I forgot to talk about that. So there you go. Okay, thank you. Uh, but yeah, you can do some facial. And then that's so funny too is if you bring back, I actually, those aren't microaggressions. I actually have a mild tick disorder. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone thinks I have these microaggressions, but I just have a tick disorder. <laughs> Anyways, it was lovely. It was really good set tonight. Other comments? Comments? Uh, yeah. I like the gay DD. <laughs> <laughs> it's, a, it's a real problem. It is. I promise. It's real. <laughs> Sunny D. Just a delicious drink. <laughs> I like that switch at the end. I thought that was super cute. I thought maybe could, you know, like you were saying, uh, like how there you don't have COVID because you have uh, your sense of taste and smell. Like mm -hmm. uh, just like a long list of all the things that you taste and smell throughout the week. <laughs> I think it's there's long. There's probably yeah. some. I think you can probably mine through that and find some gems. Awesome. That's a good idea. You're great. You're just great. You're Thank great you, there. Josh. Yay. Put your hands together, everybody, for Will Brown. Thank you. All right.
thank you. Always donating to Mutiny Radio. That's so sweet. Um, thank you guys for doing that. You also we have a we have a Venmo. It's just Mutiny Radio, all one word. Or you can always just throw cash at me because that is fantastic. Uh, your next comedian. He also runs a show called Joke Workshop. When it comes back from COVID. Scary times. Clap your hands together, everybody, for Mr. Wee. Fucking somebody left their condom on this dick. I mean, you know. You know. So you're going to give me the horn at three minutes? Okay. So this is the first time I reused the condom in my life. Okay. Um. How many minutes we got? I forgot. Is it three minutes? Four oh, four total? Okay. So I'm going to have to cut out the first part, come back to it. All right, let's, so let's talk about the elephant in the room. I'm old. In fact, given the average age of this audience, I'm fucking old. In fact, I've been uh, referred to as a gray Z. Does anybody know what a gray Z is? That's an old white man that's got American gangster bumping in his Escalade. This is mouthwash, because <laughs> I get, uh, so being fucking old, I feel like I got to warn you. You may hear some dad jokes. You may hear, uh, the other day I went to the doctor jokes, and you may hear, um, back in the day when I was your age joke. That's, any requests? No requests? Dad jokes. Dad jokes? Okay, the other day I went to the doctor, <laughs> and podiatrist and she told me I needed more supportive shoes so I walked into the shoe store then I fucking walked out and hugged down on my feet and I got some Birkenstocks up on me I'm thinking do I look would I actually rock the stocks you think I could rock the stocks I don't think so in fact uh, where I'm coming from if you wore Birkenstocks you were one of those pinky commie hippies from California so I guess I'm so then I find out that Birkenstocks is the preferred footwear of lesbians Okay, didn't know that. All right. So I'm walking around my apartment feeling like an old fucking lesbian. <laughs> and I don't know how to feel about that. Is that good, bad? You know, and I'm thinking, shit, we do have something in common. We want the same thing in life. Younger lesbians. <laughs> so let me ask you, does that uh, explain my um, sudden interest in buying a Subaru? After that, shit. Okay. Um, okay. So you know, I consider myself woke. You know, I get it. Um, but you know, there's new rules now with you know dating and you know intersexual relationships and stuff like that. There's new rules, so you got to get consent for that. You got to get permission for this. So back in my day, we had one rule: if she gave you a blowjob on the first night, you married her the next day. <laughs> Come to find out that that's the only blowjob you're going to get in your marriage. Uh, uh. All right, let me tell you this. Any Kamala, Kamala Harris fans in here? Let me see how this goes. Yeah. Oh, we got some fans. Okay. Any Willie Brown fans? Yeah. Okay. So you know, one thing I'm that I'm kind of confused about. You know, I understand sleeping your way to the top. You know, a girls got to do what the girls got to do. You know get to the top, you know, but fucking Willie Brown, I mean, you know, give me a break, have some class, girl, you know, 
So maybe you can help me settle this bet with this friend of mine. He's a Republican, and he's educated. He's got a law degree. Um, so we made a bet. What was the first thing that Kamala said to herself? What was going through her mind the first time she went down on Brown? Oh. Oh. <laughs> Downtown Willie Brown. Okay. So he thinks it's, she's saying to herself in her mind, what will Brown do for me? If you don't re get that reference, uh, UPS had a tagline called, uh, what will Brown do for you? Anyway, so I, yeah, I was too young of a group here. Okay, so uh, I, I, get about, I get about people keeping their distance from me on the street, but I'm still puzzled why that has been happening for the last 40 years. <laughs> so I saw this girl the other day. She had a midriff on. I was just explaining to, to me earlier what a midriff was. So she had her belly exposed. And I thought, hey, fuck, she didn't have a mask on. She had her belly exposed. I'm thinking, that's fucking rude, you know? I mean, that's just irresponsible. You know how much COVID you could catch in that belly button? <laughs> You know how much viral load she's carrying around with her in her belly button? So fucking, you know, that night she's in the marina, they're doing belly bumps, right? Bumps, right? Do you know what a belly bump is? Are you doing rails off a stripper's stomach? <laughs> so the next day, fucking Chronicle reads 50,000 new cases in San Francisco just overnight. Okay, yeah, Mr. Weed, I'll check out my website. I'll be hopefully be doing shows back in San Francisco when things loosen up. And that's my time. Right, Pam? Mr. Weed, everyone. Mr. Weed. All right, so Jonathan's leaving the building, which means that, because I, I, we can only have like 11 people in here. Can we count the number of people? I just want to make sure that we're all like safety and stuff. I don't know. I don't mean to be all stressed out. I just get no. stressed out because I'm like trying to keep everybody safe. And yeah. like, okay, so we're under 11. Okay, good. All right. Thanks, Mr. Weed. Sure. Um, are you a comic person? You're a co you're a new comic. You're yeah. a young. Yeah, yeah. Um, if it's cool, just come earlier next time because see, there's this other open mic in Alameda, and we want to get out to it. But we want to make sure that we give Mauricio some time too. But yeah, or um, yeah, just come. But thank you for being here and supporting. Um, you're oh Henry, did you want to go up today? Okay. Um, so before he goes up, we're going to have one more comment go up. Thanks. We're not going to give comments. We just don't have time. Okay, no problem. Uh, okay, your next comedian. Hey, I'm so excited every time he's here. Put your hands together for Henry. Take your leg up, you a little bitch. Come to my face, get pop quick. Fuck with my niggas out, wet shit. Fucking with a savage and you own it. Fucking with my... All right, this is going to be quick and easy, just like me. Um, so my boyfriend told me that if I wouldn't come on stage tonight, I wasn't going to get any, so surprise, I'm up here. <laughs> so, um, can anybody guess my age? Uh, 46. 32. 26. 26. 27. I, I get told that I, I'm, I'm actually 33. Um, I get told that I'm, that I look like 22, 24. So I'm not a lot of shade because, um, as you can see, my boyfriend's Older than me, so he's scared that someone might call the cops on him. <laughs> um, so the other day I got spanked um, really hard for not doing my homework for three weeks. Um, I couldn't decide if I liked it or if I was upset about it. Um, so that's something new I could talk to my therapist about. <laughs> but um, during these times, my therapist is my other half of the Gemini. So that, that would be like an interesting conversation, you know, like, you know, just turning my head, 
She's like, oh, so what did you, what did you think about that? I was like, hmm, I don't know, maybe you should try it again. She's like, I don't know, it kind of hurt. I know, but at the same time, you kind of liked it. So it's very confusing. <laughs> yeah, well, that was my quick and easy. <laughs> oh, Henry, get in, get off, get out, love you. 100%. No, it's great. He's new comic. He's like, these are my new jokes. Here we go. And I'm done. Yeah! <laughs> Hell yeah! All right, uh, your last comic of the evening. It's Indigenous Peoples Day. Clap your hands together, everybody, for Mauricio! All right, give me all the love in the world, white devil. This is my holiday today. This is Indigenous Day, motherfuckers. We destroyed Columbus Day. Are you guys happy for me or no? If I get hisses, I hope you burn in hell, and I hope I can rip your heart out so the corn can grow tomorrow, you know? Uh, I just was, uh, I showed up late because I was giving uh, uh, all the homeless all my money, you know? And uh, I kept walking around charging white people for rent. I was like, 33.95, motherfucker, 33.95, 33.95, man, this is not your land. I like when a black guy walked by, I'm like, you're cool, you know? Like, that's how we do it. Yeah, man, I, man, I was an outlaw in North Beach, man. I should have been arrested or something, I don't know, you know? Almost threw a brick at a Catholic church because they're the devil. Uh, if you're white right now and I disrespect you, I really don't care, man. Until you release brown kids from cages, I'll give a fuck about your emotions. Is that fair? Let me start. Cool, man. Uh, one thing I like talking about is that you guys are stupid as fuck to me. Americans, you are dumb as fuck, period, okay? You guys do stupid shit like build skyscrapers and spend all that tux money to renovate it. You know what my people built? A fucking pyramid. You know how many renovations we've done? Zero, motherfucker. You guys are stupid as fuck to me. You're wasting your resources. Can you imagine 9-11 with a pyramid? Like everybody is still alive? Wow, man. Isn't that kind of crazy, right? You know? Yeah. And what they can't stand is that this is my holiday, man. Fuck Christmas. Fuck Easter. Fuck all your white man bullshit religious bullshit that keeps us in the dark ages. This is my goddamn Christmas. Indigenous day, motherfuckers. The one thing that sucks is they don't let me celebrate the way my people originally celebrated. Like, I wish that I could go in the backyard with some rich white tech couple and we put up a teepee, right? And I sent up smoke signals to my friend, Little John, you know, up in, uh, up in Tulela, up in Seattle. He's a real person. He used to do comedy, you know? And then we get all our friends painted faces, right, in the backyard of a white tech couple. And I would love it if that white man was just like, hey, there's all these weird people with face paints in our backyard. Uh, police, can you kick them off? And he's like, I'm sorry, it's indigenous days. Just for one day, read a history book. We treated them really fucking bad, you know? And I would love it. He's like, you got to be kidding me, man. This is ridiculous. Get him off our property. He's like, how about you stop being ignorant and you go outside and you meet them. You might learn something. And I would love it. That white guy goes like this. Maybe he's right. Sweetie, let's go outside. Let's go try their bread. Let's figure it out. Maybe I'm being very ignorant. And I would love it if they're out there like, man, what do you call this bread? Right? You know, like, oh, my God. Yeah, paint my face. And in the middle of it, he's eating the cornbread. Right? I would love it if, like, a sea of people just split open. And then you see my face covered in blood. And I ripped the heart out of a virgin, and I put it up to the sun. And I'm like, nasame, nasame, nasame. Just so corn can grow tomorrow, right? <laughs> and I would love it if that same white couple goes like this. Oh, they just ripped the heart out of a virgin. Can you kick them out? They're like, was she white? No, she was brown. I'm sorry. It's Indigenous Day. <laughs> I would love that, man. One thing that sucks is uh, being my, from my tribe. I'm Zapotec Mystic. That is my tribe. We do mushrooms and dance all fucking day, and we spear Christians. That's what we fucking do. Keep your shit out of my fucking realm, all right? 
because we're not going to be slaves ever again. And one of the biggest things I love talking about is that when the Apocalypto came out and I had no idea about my history and my lineage, I was like this, like, yeah, fuck yeah, Apocalypto, all right, the Mayans. Then I grew up and I found out that the Mayans were slaving us. I was like, oh, fuck, man, I'm the guy being chased by the Mayans, you know? This is why I can't stand about, like, Chicanos and shit, man, like Mexicans, right? Mexicans are technically white. I don't know if you guys noticed that. They have a lot of Spanish blood in them. We don't get along. And one thing I can't stand is when Mexicans make excuses for the lack of. American particular, Mexican-Americans always make excuses for not wanting to work and shit, right? I once I got in trouble with some of these jokes in L.A., East L.A., my people, right? And after the show, they go like this, like, man, fuck you and everything you said on that stage, man. My cousin got shot in a drive-by. I was like, you said he was a fucking drug dealer. That's what happens. I don't know, you know? You can't just fucking go to Starbucks and be like, I only make frappuccinos. I don't make mochas. They're like, you're fired. On the streets, you get killed. Come on, man. I was like, look at you motherfuckers. Go to L.A. right now. Every Mexican-American looks like they're fucking Mario Lopez. They're all beautiful. They're all beautiful. And they're like, you think you're struggling? I'm like, you see that sign? It says Hollywood. All right? Get, rob a camera, kidnap Steven Spielberg, and you made it right fucking now. I thought you said you're the hardest gang, right? It's like, look at me, man. I look like the guy that was being chased by the Mayans in Apocalypto. I don't have a fucking chance. This is why I claim that I'm from India, man. That way I can get that Life of Pi money, you know? <laughs> That's why I keep the cops off of me at all times, you know? It's ridiculous being indigenous, man. It's like one of the biggest ones that really, like, kind of painstakingly hurts is that, like, uh, when people say they're 5%, right? 5%. I hate that shit. Like, oh, I got 5% Cherokee. I was like, motherfucker, you ain't 5%, you know? Like... It's like, be real about what you are, right? It's like, we have to have that construct, you know? Uh, one of the biggest things that I love talking about indigenous culture is that, like, one thing I hate about America is that you guys have a lot of fucking laws, right? Like, it's frustrating. You know what happens if you're a dick in Oaxaca? We scare the fuck out of you, you know? It's like, that we save a lot of time. You guys put up with dicks in America and let them do whatever they want, right? And the thing that sucks about you guys is that you don't worship the real heroes. You guys love Superman, Spider-Man, all the shit, but the real heroes are homeless people. Homeless people have been there for me day one. I remember one time I performed in uh, Lower Hate, and uh, this one homeless man just whipped out his dick and started jacking off, you know? And I was like, damn, am I really that adorable in these jeans? God damn, man, fuck, you know? And this white person's like, I'm calling the cops. Put your dick away. I'm like, put your cell phone away. He's keeping rents low. And it's like, uh, uh, it's like we need to honor homeless people. I saw this bullshit movie called Inside Out, which is about a sad, rich, white girl's emotions. And I'm tired of sad, rich, white girl's emotions. If you're a sad, rich, white girl out there, just cut your wrist and leave me the fuck alone, all right? And make yourself throw up. I do not give a fuck about you. You can afford therapy. I don't give a fuck. I wish that that movie would have been about the emotions of a homeless man inside and what he's going on in his head. In his head, he's holding a balloon that's shaped like heart, and he's like, nobody knows the trouble I've seen. Nobody knows my sorrow, right? And he whips out a, a locket with a picture of his favorite crack pipe that he just broke. <laughs> and then he realizes how many dicks he's got to suck after he comes out of this, you know, to buy a new crack pipe. That's the movie that we need for real change. Uh, let's build pyramids and let all the homeless live in there. Thank you. My name is uh, Connor Longsdale. Yay, Maurizio on Indigenous Day. Yay. All right, that's, uh, that's been the Joke Workshop tonight, and uh, we're going to head on over to Alameda for the outdoor mic that's in the bleachers. It's pretty amazing. David Dominguez runs it. Thank you guys for being here.
Oh, the details of that, it's Washington Park in on Alameda Island, and it's just, you, you'll see the lights. It's in, a, it's in a ball field, basically. It's pretty cool. Um, and then um, here on Friday, well, we're going to see, because um, we had a noise complaint, so I don't know what's going to happen with the city, So, but hopefully everything works out. <laughs> but we're, gonna, we're doing our best, and thanks for being all socially distanced inside and wearing your masks and keeping everybody safe and for using the condoms. And always feel free to bring your own microphone if you so choose, because that's probably the safest thing that you can do for yourself, safe-wise. Safe but, but everyone makes choices, and I totally respect that. And uh, thanks for being here, and we'll be back next week. Joke Workshop, yay! Are you tired of swimming through a sea of podcasts? Are ye on a raft without a patter? Well, gather around me, sea dogs, and get aboard me pirate ship as we set sail for the seas of Mutiny Radio.fm. From there, you can captain your own pirate ship as you sail through over 44 different shows for all of your listening pleasures. They've got live comedy to small business advice, LGBTQ-friendly to sports, vinyl to gutter punk. MutinyRadio.fm has the best programming the Internet Ocean has to offer you. I bet my peg leg on it, or I ain't scurvy shitface McRat. <laughs> As the world gets wackier and less predictable in every way, it is more important than ever for us to all remember our roots. We wouldn't be here today if our ancestors hadn't had the capacity and the skills to take care of themselves and their communities using the resources in the natural world around them and their own two hands. My name is Wonia Thibault of Buckskin Revolution and Alone Season 6, and I started Buckskin Revolution not just to empower people with a wider range of skills to meet their basic needs, but also to inspire them with a sense of fulfillment and connection that comes with living a little closer to the earth and using our bodies, our minds, and our very DNA for what they evolved to do to help us thrive without the need for modern technology and industry. If that sounds appealing to you, I hope you'll join me for the Fall 2020 Buckskin Revolution Online Skills Gathering, an eight-week learning experience designed to work within any schedule. It involves pre-recorded classes, live interactive sessions, and online community learning support from both myself and your fellow students. The need for these skills has never been more pressing, and Buckskin Revolution is working hard to bring them to you. I hope you can join us. Get connected with yourself and the world around you at buckskinrevolution.com. Billy Bob, you ever want to be funny? Well, my dogs think I'm funny, Daryl. Well, I mean, you ever want to be, like, in front of an audience, like, other than, like, squirrels, dogs, and dead persons? Oh, shoot. From time to time, I've been giving it a thought of two. You know, if you go to Joke Workshop, there's more than two peoples paying attention to your jokes, and they ain't even gonna be jerks about it. Daryl, are you serious? I can get people to listen to my jokes? And they'll even say nice things, dude, before they tell you how to get improvements. No way. What is this dang nabbit thing called? It's Joke Workshop. Joke Workshop? Yep, every Monday, 6 to 8 p.m. on the Mutant Radius. So you're saying I could tell my jokes every Monday 
from six to eight? That's what I'm saying. It's the Joke Workshop Mondays, six to eight p.m.s at the Mutant Radius. Yahoo! <laughs> Are the end times upon us? Not yet, my friends. Please, this is an impassioned plea from Pam Benjamin, the director of Mutant Radio. Let us live past October. You think it's a joke? COVID is decimating all of us, and especially us here at Mutiny Radio. We have money left until October first. Don't let anyone sing. Despite of their size, please, please go donate to our GoFundMe. Go to mutinyradio.fm and click that GoFundMe button. Or just go to Venmo. Mutiny Radio, all one word. Just Mutiny Radio. Give us five bucks. Help us keep free speech and radical self-expression real and alive here in San Francisco and all over the world. Please donate to our Mutiny Radio GoFundMe and keep us alive in 2020 and beyond. Don't let our world end. I am Italian and we brought you fascistness with Mussolini and before that, the Romans. So if you think you live in a fascist country, well, you do. Antitrump.com is the antivirus to the Trump virus. It started in 2016 with two sketches and a dream for a better America. No one thought it would be this bad. He was a 70-year-old yammering nimrod. How bad could it possibly be? We are now in a global pandemic without adequate leadership. Individual politics are not important. We need to rally behind curing the Trump virus. Go to antitrump.com. Hey, you, poetry reader. This is Bjork's sister, Mjork. It's okay. We also have a soul and a weekly poetry reading on Mutiny Radio's AltaCast, zoomed every Wednesday at high noon from Glasgow, Scotland. One of our co-hosts from Choose Poetry, Choose Life, Andy Talbot, has a new poetry chapbook, Old Wounds, New Skin, which is available at analogsubmission.com now. Go buy it. And don't let the poets lie to you. Once again, that's Andy Talbot's new poetry chapbook, Old Wounds, New Skin, available at analogsubmission.com. I'm Michael Spiegelman. And I am Carl, not Spiegelman. Join us every Sunday, 2 to 4 p.m. Pacific Standard Time on MutinyRadio.fm for... Let's watch a full-length movie on... YouTube. We watch the best movies that... Uh, aren't they good? Well, they're 
chosen by uh, Here's you. his theme song again. Bye. Okay, bye. Watch Ministry of Lava manages our national lava resources to ensure that we will always have a steady supply of lava to operate the nation's active volcanoes, which in turn power our cities and methamphetamine labs. As a matter of national security, we need to reduce our dependence on foreign lava, which means an expansion of domestic lava drilling. As your chancellor, I will build lava wells all over the country as well as secure access to more lava fields by invading Hawaii. Imagine orange gold spurting out from school playgrounds on the Great Plains and illuminating the Nebraska sky like fireworks on the 4th of July. Magma oozing over the rolling hills of Kentucky. Volcanic ash settling gently over homes in New England like fresh gray snow. If you want global lava markets to continue to be dominated by terriblest regimes like Iceland, Chile, and the Philippines, vote for my opponent, who sits in their back pocket as comfortably as Pahoehoe on the slopes of Kilauea. If you want the United States to stay competitive in the era of peak lava and beyond, then take a chance on the Chancellor. Just to let people know, Mutiny Radio listeners, this is the podcast of a live Zoom open at four in the afternoon here all over the internet. Jordan Long has put it all together. A lot of comedians are all zooming in this very second. You're going to be hearing all the audio of that. 
and uh, it's going to be a lot of fun. Coming up at 6 o'clock, same thing. Jordan's letting us use his Zoom room, so we'll be doing a joke workshop. We always used to do with everybody talking and giving comments and being respectful and helping each other out in this time of need. But uh, listen to all this fun chatter, and there's going to be an open mic super soon. For Louise and Melanie, and then we'll start. That's like when you buy a new picture frame and it's already a photo inside of it. <laughs> no, that's actually me. <laughs> no, I know, I know it's actually you. That's how, that's how it looks. Like a brand new model. Oh, yeah. Oh, sweet. I'm a model, obviously. Not really. Only <laughs> people are going to like the show up like half an hour later because they know their spot is. Oh, not <laughs> I bet you're right. I that's gonna be a thing. I'll probably come early so I can leave. We're still polite now. I'll probably stay because I'm completely bored. We're still polite Zoom now, my cop. <laughs> Puppies, I resort to giving the dogs food from the fridge that I never would give them. Just to get them inside. <sighs> my dog's so stubborn. Uh, Andre wants to go first. Just in that order? Yeah, it's yeah, fine. Yeah. Cool. So am I second, or how does this work? Yeah, I mean, just get some light silence first. Mmm, awesome. I wore lipstick for this. Better appreciate it. Two more minutes, and then if, if Felice isn't here, we'll just start. And if I'm coughing, it's not a corona cough. It's because I smoke so much weed. Smoke. So smoke. it's totally, it's completely cigarettes and and tons of weed. It has nothing to do with coronavirus. Yeah. In fact, I'm going to get my bomb. Hold on. You ever get like a bad weed cough, and then people just like... They all freak out. So, um, yeah. four minutes, right? Yeah, let's do four minutes. And then, um, the best is if you have your own, like, stopwatch running. That would uh, be good. Because <laughs> it's still awkward to cut people off. But that would be the best. If you don't, I'll cut you off. Oh, you can cut me off. I don't mind. Yeah, that happened yesterday, or the day before I was on a mic, and... They were trying to do a light with spoons or something, but no one could hear it. And people were going on for like seven, eight minutes. And then they're like, oh, did I did I go forever? It's like, yeah, yeah, you did. All right, Luis is here. Yeah, you did. Yeah, yeah. All right. Yeah, guys, you know, we had nothing else to do, so who fucking cares, right? Luis is here, so right, we will exactly. start. So our first three commands all here. Uh, order is in the chat. I'll, I'll post it periodically as people come in. But, uh, all right, we're starting. Wow! Right. <laughs> was me breaking character. Um, so crazy. Uh, does anyone else do a thing where they still like record their sentence? <laughs> 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 like, I don't know. I did that last time just from like muscle memory, and then it was just me talking. So, well, we'll see how we do this. Um, some of you just heard me do the exact same jokes an hour ago, so I'm going to do them again. <laughs> uh, I think my penis is like the moon. Because it's been a while since humans have landed on it. 
Where do I want to do anything? Uh, I think, so, uh, I'm in Hong Kong now, uh, just flew back here, so Hong Kong is where SARS happened, uh, what was that, like, almost 20 years ago, and, uh, it's interesting, because, like, we're, like, prepared for this, you know, like, this is literally the thing that, like, killed, like, so many people in Hong Kong, and now we're here. Um, I'm seeing a lot of my old friends and stuff, and I, uh, interesting in Hong Kong, everyone lives in apartments, you know, so I've never ever been inside a house until I was, like, 10, and that was, like, a really strange thing for me, <laughs> like, just seeing a house, not an apartment, maybe I should open with jokes, but it's okay. Oh <laughs> um, yeah, it was, like, a strange experience, like, and then, like, there's like a special residential neighborhood where all the houses were. And I remember the first time going there, it was just, it was just crazy. But alright, find a joke there later. Um, I realized that a lot of, compared to the open mics I normally do, there are a lot more women at these mics. <laughs> uh, yeah. yeah, I think it's because you don't have to deal with men, so. That's the, that's good. I'm very happy for that. Cause sometimes I see, like, female comics do their bits that, like, are really funny if, like, you're a woman, but it's just all guys being like, boo, boo, stuff. Like <laughs> this is actually a good thing. Um, there's been an increase in attacks against Asians. That timer for four minutes, 30 seconds. Oh, sorry. Okay. <laughs> 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 Yeah, like Joe. Yeah, that, that's one of those attacks I was talking about. Uh, there's an increase in attacks against Asians because uh, of this thing. I think there's also an increase in people realizing that not all Asians know martial arts. <laughs> so, you know, silver lining to everything. Uh, I'm glad there are these open mics to work on our bits because for the longest time I was just going on like those webcam sites and testing my material there. Um, I think it's one thing to make the cam girl laugh, but it's another thing to get one of the guys in the room to stop jerking off and say LOL. dog helps them walk in the trap a good dog or a bad dog it's a good dog I think the more depressed people are the harder that joke lands um, now's a good time to say it um, I don't want to think wait oh I'm at the I'm 26 which is like the age range where I feel like I'm not sleeping on my friends' couches anymore. Like it's kind of like the transition age where you go into like guest rooms and stuff, or like book a hotel. Um, no, alright. <laughs> so okay, let's just get the mic moving. Not to talk to me. Say some shit. Uh, so 
up next, we have John Moskowitz. Coming on deck, we have Jana Kelly. Uh, what's up? Thank John you for having us, Jordan. Do everyone hears me? Yeah. yeah. All right. Uh, so I'm John, uh, and I just found out that Mary, Kate, and Ashley are twins and not triplets. Uh, I'm very confused about that. Uh, I consider myself the Batman of comedy uh, because like Batman, I also am trying to overcome a lack of natural talent and using nothing but pure obsession and my parents' financial resources. Actually, uh, I'm more of the Aquaman of comedy because uh, like Aquaman, none of you ever actually want to see me in a movie. <laughs> actually, I'm more of the Captain America of comedy because like Captain America, my story also could have ended in 1940s Germany. Um, I'm having it's weird because like the world's falling apart, obviously, but I'm happy. Like this is probably the best year of my life personally, uh, which feels really weird. Uh, I think the way the year is working out kind of makes sense based on how I started it. Because uh, actually, at New Year's at midnight. A girl actually uh, puked. I actually uh, puked on a girl, and uh, now she's mine. Uh, that's how that works. Uh, I know it's pretty gross, right? But uh, I didn't have to pee, and I had to claim her somehow. Getting very weird feedback there. Uh, I do. I'm now uh, staying with my girlfriend during all of this, um, and she was like, "We're just like lying down," and she was like, "You have really sensitive nipples." I was like, "Aren't nipples supposed to be sensitive?" I had no idea. She was like, well, not all guys' nipples are sensitive. And just why was that the moment that I got jealous? I was like, who are these men with their masculine nipples that can replace a tire and bring home the bacon? Nipples that will protect you in a fight. I have nice, sweet, sensitive nipples. They'll help you. They'll cry on your shoulder. Um, I feel like I could somehow... Are people have people done act outs on Zoom yet? I could do. I could pull a nipple out, maybe. I heard someone say there's like there's never been any pandemic that's really felt like this. That's like isolated people where you just go outside and you might catch a deadly disease. But that was just the world for most of history. If you walked outside, you might die. The idea was like it wasn't news that you're not going to be, like, 33. They just, like, assumed that you weren't going to make it to a midlife crisis. The news was about tea taxes during colonial <laughs> times. They didn't care that you weren't going to grow old enough to, like, need a, like, a convertible horse buggy or an overpriced powdered wig or whatever you would do in a midlife <laughs> crisis in the 1800s. Uh, uh, I, um... I up in Brooklyn, never the Brooklyn that people like expect uh, when I am performing in front of people that aren't from New York. People always expect like Mafia Brooklyn or like Biggie Brooklyn, uh, but I'm from an area called Park Slope, and growing up there is kind of like growing up anywhere else, just a little different because we still had bullies, it's just they were named Axel and Jupiter. <laughs> like Jupiter would call you gay, but it was only because his moms were really upset that he was straight. Like, and during that time uh the uh it got really i forgot to set a timer so please just okay. let me know you're on my yeah. screen um yeah 
Uh, it was, is it? 15 seconds. Just 15 time. seconds. Yeah. Uh, so uh, during the, that time, uh, 90s rap got really popular. Uh, so we were just a bunch of these like yuppie kids that sounded like we were Nas or Mob Deep or something. It's like, yo, son, I did not think that I fucked with quinoa, but I fucks with it. All right. Here's the nipple act. Hey. You're welcome. Thank you. All right. All right. Uh, get up for John's nipple, everybody. It's a live Brooklyn nipple, guys. <laughs> all over. They're all over Brooklyn. Uh, so uh, on deck we have Luis Lopez. But now please direct your attention to Jaina Kelly. Yay! Yay! Yay. Okay, so I'm gonna start this on Facebook Live too. Why not? Um, so uh, I've been renting, and my friend was like, "Hey, I heard you have a Nintendo Switch. Are you gonna sell it?" And I'm like, "No." <laughs> and uh, her, her daughter really wanted it, so now I'm using it as my stand to like just set my stuff up. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, have you guys ever heard of uh, Gru? Gru from the oh, yeah. Me? Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Let's read that. Come on. Um. So, <laughs> Gru has this little uh, army. And uh, when one of them gets too close to the campfire, um, they actually become a filet mignon. <laughs> and you can have a mini marshmallow. <laughs> it's kind of yellow, so I don't know. But um, anyways, <laughs> so uh, let's see. Have you have you guys heard of the Greek goddess Athena? Yeah. Yeah. She's goddess of love, right? I'm trying to get your mind off of this quarantine crap. So, um, the Greek goddess Athena uh, fell in love with a Latin lover, of course, and they get married and have a baby, and they decide to name the baby something um, that's both in her um, realm and his. So they name him Pisa Pan, P-I-C-A Pan. <laughs> And um, he always is on the stupid app, and the app uh, is stinging all these people all around the, the universe. At least he keeps it low key. <laughs> um, so, you know, there's this uh, thing that I used to do. It's called Uber. 
and I was the driver. Um, <laughs> when it existed in the Bay Area, right? So <laughs> um, I really liked doing it. It was super fun. I could tell my jokes and try them on everybody. Uh, it was super cool. Um, and I'd get paid. All the discussions with the Russians, but they still want to hit and beat all the plan. Now up to the U.S. first baby in this car yesterday and they're like really all right well thank all right, you for Jana, everybody <laughs> what's that your dog that was bar your thing so i have three dogs and i'll show you one are starting to be a thing, right? People say they're therapeutic. Uh, I think at that point, you should just go to therapy, right? <laughs> if your life is so stressful that you're regressing to coloring inside lines again, you should probably get help, not buy Crayola. Like, get your things together. I think someone addicted to PCP has a better chance of adapting to society than someone with a full coloring book. A full, <laughs> dude, you did flip the page one day and say, you know what? Maybe I don't need to color this realistic train Maybe that's not what I need to do right now. Those are the things that should be on your mind. Hold on. Oh, um, I guess parents are getting adult ones to help their kids so they can, you know, get ahead of the curve and help their mental development. I'm glad someone finally found out the secret to success, right? Not a lot of people know this, but Elon Musk could color like a badass when he was three years old. Fifth grade level. It's quite amazing. There we go. All right. This all sucks. <laughs> I um, I don't have any kids, um, but I wouldn't hit like my imaginary kids, right? I would hit my real ones, but my fake ones, they can be, they'll be safe. I uh, I know I don't get how people say like, oh, I don't understand how no, how anybody could hit a child. I'm like, I get it, right? There are people that kill people. You don't think you can throw a toddler for some reason? It's totally within <laughs> reason, right? I think it's reasonable because like. A lot, I think a lot of people, like mostly men, right, at one point like fantasize about being like a boxer or like an MMA fighter, right? Like you watch Rocky, you shadow box in the bathroom, you get out of breath, you get embarrassed, you stop, right? But even when you do fantasize about that, you're never losing your fight. You know, it's usually pretty unanimous, one-sided <laughs> thing. I think that's why they hit their kids. It's just a one-sided amateur <laughs> boxing match. All right. Stuff is moving along. I um, I'm trying to learn Chinese, uh, but it's hard, right? Uh, I think the, the the hardest part about learning Chinese isn't actually like the characters, because 
like there's tricks to it, right? Like a like house in Chinese looks like a small house, uh, but so does dog, and so does moon. A lot of things look like tiny houses, <laughs> but the letters aren't the hardest thing. <laughs> I think the hardest thing is practicing speaking them, right? Because if you're not Asian and you're practicing Chinese, you just look like an asshole. <laughs> like, no one ever sees a white guy walking down the street saying something that sounds Asian and going, oh, that guy knows what he's talking about. No, everyone's like, oh, that guy is racist. That guy should be stopped. That's why I respect white people who can speak Chinese and white people who can get away with saying the N-word, right? Because at both points, they've each had to go, all right, let's try this for real. Oh, wow. <laughs> I don't like that one, despite what the people say. Um... Kids, that was fine. Learning Chinese, that was fine. Somebody through uh, through a friend of a friend, right? Like their friend introduced them to somebody. I think that's really tricky, right? Because I like my friends, but I don't like every part of them. You know, like what part of Greg, what part of his life knows this girl? Is it like Greg that's smart and went to law school, or is it Greg that's stupid and in cocaine for five years in law school? Right? Like there's different sides to my friends. I want to know about <laughs> but you can usually figure it out right like on the first date you can figure it out pretty fast like oh oh you're fighting with your mom oh, that's normal right maybe greg met you at the library who knows but if it's like oh you're fighting with your mom oh no oh you're fist fighting your mom tomorrow ah that's that's a cocaine relationship i've ever seen it's right <laughs> greg didn't meet you at barnes and noble he met you doing coke and off a dolphin in miami right, all right Okay. Let's see. That's it. That's what do I have? Like, oh, am I done? Yeah, you're done. Oh, sorry, buddy. Yeah, Chinese is like impossibly the hardest part of Chinese is actually all of it. Like, think about how many like smart Chinese Americans you know that like get into like Harvard and Stanford and all that shit, and a lot of them still can't actually like read and write Chinese. Like, that's how hard it is. When I see like Mexicans who like don't speak Spanish that well, I'm like, dude, like, come on, like, Spanish is so easy compared to Chinese. You're slacking. Um, all right, that's my personal rant. Okay, so uh, on deck, we have Seth Chavez, but for now, that's not the right way to introduce. All right, Melanie's next. Hey, guys. Up for Melanie. Um, um, I'm Melanie, and uh, hello, hi, Buck. I think that I could probably be old enough to be your mom, except for Buck. So, yeah, I'm proud to be here. Um, let's see, I turned to, uh, Saturday's my birthday. Being quarantined. I'll be 48. So I, Happy you know, birthday. Oh, thank you. Thank you. The older you get, the more it's like the other day, right, Buck? <laughs> so I was going through some crap, you know, how you're cleaning and quarantine, and I found my diary. So I, I wanted to, you know, I wanted to. The Judy Bloom Diary. I don't know if any of you have yeah. <laughs> Oh, classic. <laughs> what can you know Judy Bloom? <laughs> this was Judy Bloom. <laughs> so, yeah, I, I was pretty, uh, this is 1984. So this is my inside of my diary. Okay, yeah, look at this. 
and I crossed off the heart. Not only love, uh-huh. never crossed it out. Not only love, never <laughs> I was so sophisticated, and I thought that everybody will want this diary if I were to die in youth. You know, I, I, I left it to somebody if I were to die. Like, so far, I'm not dying. So, do you want to hear some uh, 1984? How old was I? 13? Oh, my God. 11? Yeah. I want to hear it. Okay. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, go for it. Let's go. <laughs> so, to my parents, I leave you this diary if I die before this. <laughs> or to my children, if I ever get these children. I don't know about do you think you want your children's diary if you you know? What do you think? I, I never had kids. <laughs> Me neither, I'm sorry. I should have assumed I don't have okay. that kid. My dog wouldn't even want to chew on this diary. I never did that. I didn't <laughs> yeah. And I said, like, what kid would want their parents or grandparents' diary? I never had kids. My dog doesn't even want to chew this. So only to those people I leave this diary. Or else I will haunt you when you die for the rest of your life. See that? Yeah. Okay, yeah. So it says, let's see. So I would always write Dear Judy like she was listening. I don't know. May 20th, 1984. Dear Judy, yesterday I danced with Ralph Jalot. It was at the YMCA dance. I'm going out with him. You know what it means to go out with somebody in seventh grade? What does that mean? Right? I thought you said fingering. Okay, no, no, that was not happening. Um, Ben said, if he puts his hands below your belt when you dance with Ben, he likes you a lot. And guess what? He did that the second time I danced. Just putting his hands beneath my belt, not inside my pants. I was very innocent. I danced with him, but then he went off and danced with another girl. Oh. I know, I know. I know, Julian, come on. <laughs> because that's okay, though. He said that she's a friend he met in the hospital. What the hell? You better be in the hospital meeting him, and that's about it. Apparently, uh, Ralph met her in the hospital. And I understand, Judy. It's okay for him to have friends in the hospital. But if that girl likes you, I will kick her ass. (laughs) (laughs) Because I love him. Actually, his name was Ralph. Your pal, Melanie Gelati. So real quick, Jordan, just I'll end on this. You want to know what happened to Ralph Gelati? What happened? He is the biggest troll on Facebook. Trump's supporter, and I've had to block oh, him. Oh, <laughs> mm, <laughs> is, you almost let him grab your pussy. Yeah, no. <laughs> you know, I didn't even know I had a pussy back then, okay? <laughs> <laughs> but at seventh grade, I thought I was just like Barbie, okay? Nothing's there. <laughs> Take care. All right. Good for Melanie, everybody. Thanks, bud. Thanks, Melanie. Good job. Mm-hmm. I really like if you are at their homes and just like to show like random stuff they have like just like the only time <laughs> pop comedy is like okay you know this is the only time pop comedy is like, 
Like, look, look, this is me being cute when I was a kid. Like, this is... <laughs> 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 oh. <laughs> this on stage, I'd be like a hack, you know? So, yeah. <laughs> All right. Uh, on set, we have Gary Hughes. Uh, give it up for Seth Chavez, everybody. Thank you. You can hear me, right? Yeah. Okay. Okay. Um, I uh, I'm from Austin. Uh, I think it's uh, it's been crazy here. Um, going to the grocery store, like all the vegan shit went first. <laughs> and then that's hilarious. That came to toilet paper. I don't know. Uh, if there's any coincidence there, but, um, yeah, um, so how lame would it be to just have the regular flu right now? Like right? <laughs> a real idiot. Um, thing Dr. Fauci can get it. Am I right? That adorable little Jewish leprechaun guy that comes out and kisses us. That might sound a little tame for some, you know, this guy, but to us sapiosexuals, that's like the only premium account we need is hearing this guy talk. He's like a Bernie Sanders with a more gravelly voice. Like, you gotta see him. Google it. I'm sure you've already seen him enough, but. He's awesome. So I think that was a perfect time for my um, invention idea. Um, I think so. Sorry. Um, <laughs> I think, um, you know, I bet that boyfriends that made their girlfriends get rid of their premium accounts feel really stupid right about now. And, um, but you know that, like, uh, you know, there's at least, like, one boyfriend that, like, you know, is really struggling right now, and he's quarantined with his girlfriend, and, you know, he just, like, I imagine him, like, opening the chest where he hid the webcam and he picks it up and he offers it to his girlfriend he's like go on baby like you know we gotta do it one last job mm -hmm. do that one more time um you know i thought it was embarrassing telling my mom i did stand up in front of a live audience she'd <laughs> <laughs> be very disappointed um I think what's really cool about this open mic is that you can smoke crack at this one. Unlike a lot of open mics, they, they're very judgmental. <laughs> That's awesome. Um, so I think I'll end on a few bus stories. I, I ride the bus a lot, not anymore, but um, I there's a few that have happened to me on the bus before that I really thought were amazing experiences. Like, I like the story of how my girlfriend and I met, but I once saw 
an entire relationship progress from like strangers to couple on a bus. At the end, they were making it out. And I just, I wish we had that, you know? I talked to him more, but this dude was like, he was ahead of his time, I guess. He was like, like webcamming this girl. And he was like, You get a psychotic reaction. I gotta be like a crack addict for love. Maybe we all should. Thank you. Thank you, Seth. Oh, yeah. Thank you, Seth, and his uh, dangling houseplant. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, for him. That is funny. So the first plant has an open mic, too. Uh, <laughs> all right, on deck we have Andre Ricks. Who's... Oh, yeah, you're here with... Okay, you're the person with two people. Okay, uh, give it up for Gary Salona. Sorry, right, new cool. name for you. <laughs> I have to change that. I have to figure out how to change that. I don't know how. Um, hey guys, you guys know I'm old enough to be all of your cousins. You know, right? <laughs> be all of your cousins. I hate when people say stuff like that. I'm like, okay, so you're old enough to be my mom. All right, what's your point? Um, okay, you're old. You're older than me. Or people do stuff like that. Like everybody put their left hand up to the screen, right? And I want you to try to move your pinky without moving any of your other fingers. On gallery view, guys. Look yeah, you know, thing. wear body, but yeah, wear body stuff like that. Yeah, I see you guys. Yeah, yeah I see you people. <laughs> hey, hey, Shereni <laughs> doing it. See? on it. You feel me? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't know why I started with that. Uh, <laughs> I work at a coffee shop, and uh, every time I... I, I always bag on younger people. I hate younger people coming and buy coffee because it's something I just didn't do when I grew up. I, I never hung out at coffee shops. It just wasn't a thing. So every time they get their coffee, I always say, better than Adderall, huh? <laughs> and they just leave. Um, that's one of the things I say to them. I, I uh, <laughs> People don't respect my kink. Like, like... Just like uh, Jonathan, you know, I don't have soft nipples, but my king, he would be like, what's the king? I'm like, oh, getting my nipples licked. And they'd be like, that's not a kink. And then, because people with kinks would be so specific. They're like, I like syrup poured on my feet while being gagged with it in the background. And I'm like, I just like my nipples being licked. Uh, it's not a big thing. You, you can never make transgender jokes unless you're Dave Chappelle or Bill Burr. So, imagine I'm one of them. Yeah. And so, uh, uh, I I don't know how to segue into this, but I, you know, I have cousins, transgender, transgender people all around you. Some people that they switch their genders, they don't change their name. So it'd be this tall woman with the fat ass and big titties. <laughs> and I'm like, you should just just switch the name as well, cause you you're fooling me. As I walk down the street with you, and everybody's like, "Dre, what's up?" And I'm like, "Who's who you talking to?" Oh, that's your name. Oh, I didn't know that was your name. Um, all right, that's that's my end of my so-called career. Uh, okay, so so, <laughs> um, I've been using this time to reach out to family members, cause I don't want to see them, 
and they don't want to see me now, so I could try to be like, oh, at least I tried. And they don't have to, like, I don't have to do it for the rest of the year. Like, I could be reaching out, like, hey, can I, I would come see you, but you know, got to stay in the house. And they're like, yeah, I understand. So that's it. That's been good with that family members. Uh, let's see, another, <laughs> another OG thing. Uh, I've had, I'm not worried about dying because I was almost, I almost got killed when I was in high school. I used to sneak in my girlfriend's house. And her dad caught me in a room, but he was so mellow and calm about it. He just opened the door. He saw me, and then he just closed the door. He didn't say nothing. And I just heard hall closets opening up. So I called my homie Philip. I'm like, "Hey, Phil, Phil, hey, listen, hey, shut the fuck up, listen, bro. If you don't see, if you don't hear from me, I was at Elsa's house. That's the last. But I'm not fucking playing with you, dog. Write this down. I'm at Elsa's house." If you don't hear from me, okay? And I was, it was like, uh, yeah, okay. You know, hey, we're trying all kind of stuff. Uh, I've been in the house all day. All right, uh, let's see another one. In the growing up as a guy in Oakland, or just as a guy, it's always like a thing to try to improve sexually. I don't know why. Like that's going to be like even to the day I die. Even Matthew Court, I'm sure he like still tries to improve sexually. Uh, <laughs> So I remember growing up in the hood, I tried to be seductive, but there was nothing to be seductive with. You know, everybody's like tying cherry stems with their tongue. So I just used to tie bread ties with my tongue. And uh, it made for a lot of cuts, a lot of cuts in my mouth. And I tried to eat sour candy afterwards. Don't do that, y'all. It's not good for you. I just want to let y'all know that. Not good for you. Uh, all right. That's all me. I appreciate it. Thanks, Jordan. Appreciate all right. Good you. for Gary Saloma, everybody. <laughs> I'm changing that shit ASAP. <laughs> I'm my high school ten year reunion coming like next year. Do you think like if yours was this year, you just cancel it and just like not reschedule it? Yes. Yeah. I feel Never like go that to that. Happen. Don't you won't get anything you want out of it. Don't waste your money. Don't okay. do it. <laughs> yeah, I'm like yeah, I'm like the only. <laughs> I'm like the only relevant Jordan at my high school, you know? And then, like, someone at our school, like, transitioned, and then his new name is Jordan. <laughs> I'm, like, kind of annoyed at that. <laughs> um, is that transphobic? All right. Gary took us here, so <laughs> just, all right. Cool. Um, up next, yeah, Andre Riggs, and then on deck, we have Elizabeth Stanton. Oh, that's me. <laughs> Right now, what's happening? All right, Andre. What happened? Woo! No explanation. I don't know what happened here. <laughs> Somebody won the lottery, but can't claim the two. <laughs> oh, but uh, Seth, what's up, man? I used to, I put that dude on a couple open mics back in Austin. <laughs> <laughs> So I was watching uh I was watching Netflix and uh have y'all heard of the Vietnam War? Yeah. <laughs> Holy shit. this was not one of the good wars. This was a bad war. Did you have y'all heard of it? I didn't, know, I didn't know anything about it, man. I was watching it and it was terrible. Uh, we lost so many rice. So many I love rice. 
Sugar, butter. Y'all know rice? Y'all know the rice? Yeah. yeah. I don't know what that is. Oh, <laughs> I don't know. I feel like if uh, I'll, I do this, y'all, y'all still fucking on face, fuck around on Facebook. Yo. Facebook. Hey, y'all know dead people can't read y'all's posts, right? <laughs> Your spirits can. No. <laughs> <laughs> the ghost of Facebook town. You, know, you know the post I'm talking about too it's like grandpa I wish you were still here grandpa I wish you were around so I could smell your farts and shit it's like <laughs> grandpa can't read that but I do wish I had grandpa's Facebook password so I could every time I get a post I just hit it with that you know what I mean kind of freaks some people out oh this is fun <laughs> Supposed to get twelve hundred dollars. Anybody expecting that? Yeah. Everybody expecting that. <laughs> I need some new shoes. Um. Yeah, man, up here watching this uh, people dying in Italy like crazy. My my girl's a quarter Italian, so I'm about to get rid of her. I, I can't catch it. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm kidding. <laughs> um, I don't know what else is going on. Um, I'm blanking right now. I just ate some food. You know how you eat and you get lazy and shit? You don't want to do nothing? Yeah. Um, oh, yeah. Y'all drink alcohol? Y'all mess with the alcohol? I had to drink alcohol, man, for the one ingredient that they don't put on the bottle, which is confidence. Uh, <laughs> it's too much alcohol, man. Like I've been in zero fights sober. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? With the confidence of alcohol, I've been in one fight. I just kept my hands in my pockets the whole time. That's how it was bad. Alcohol had me thinking I could just headbutt people to death. I'm actually not be like that. That's too much confidence. That's what I'm saying. This is, I've never been that confident on cocaine. You know what I mean? On cocaine, I'll just say, yeah, both my parents are white and I'm not a doctor. <laughs> Alexa, play in sync. I'll say some shit like that. <laughs> but stage. Uh, I don't know. You ever heard something about? One say to the other, he was like, yeah, probably because both, he said, probably because you're an addict, like both of us. And I was like, pardon me? Like, I can't be an addict, dog. I drive a city bus, first of all, that's not good. And uh, that really hurt my feelings. Like, I can't, but I couldn't argue because ever since I was 18, like, I haven't taken a considerable break off of substances at all. It's always been something, weed, alcohol. Uh, cocaine, zebra cakes, pills. It's always been something, you know what I mean? Only a few people know zebra cakes. I'll tell you how I knew I had to stop taking pills when I ordered lasagna at a job interview. <laughs> that was a pretty clear sign. I get that. Shout out to Macaroni Grill. Uh, they got some good lasagna. Uh, 
Where am I at? How much time? time? Press time. Yeah. yeah. All right. Cool. Hey, thank you. Give it up for Andre, everyone. Is the sugar butter Butter's rice thing? Is that how Butter's you eat rice, cakes. man? Sugar butter rice. Yeah. Oh, what is zebra cakes? We have an audience. We have a question. Oh, little cakes. Debbie snacks. Little Debbie. Little Debbie. Yeah, yeah, little Debbie. Come on, I man. The, I got the the white, the chocolate stripes across oh, the white. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Google that. Cool. Freaks me out when people eat rice like sweet, like maybe. <laughs> In like dessert, like the first time I saw rice pudding, I was like, "What the fuck is this?" You know. <laughs> what chocolate? Like yeah, it's like if you came to Asia and you saw like pasta pudding, you know, <laughs> and be like, oh, "Wow, it feels for me." Um. All right. Uh, on deck we have Ruben Anthony. Uh, get up for your next comic, Elizabeth Stan. Yeah. Do we have to record this actually? Uh, you can yeah. do another phone. That's what I did. Wait, is there a way to record it on my end? I can record it now. I'm recording it now if you awesome. want. Awesome. Thank I you. Too. Yeah. Yeah, because I have no way of watching back any of this. I'm like, it's the same thing I tell every guy before I drag him to the bedroom. I'm like, hey, I'm sorry, I need to set up a camera. <laughs> I need to know what I'm doing wrong, okay? <laughs> <laughs> Besides, if I have no proof of it, how can I prove to anyone that I actually did it, right? <laughs> so, uh, um, I, I have heard a lot of this stuff before, but, uh, I think it's interesting, like, we don't credit the Chinese enough, right? Like, they have created a lot of stuff. Like, for example, they were the first ones to create Corona and to die from it. They were also the first ones to have noodles. So the Chinese actually invented pasta. But in both cases, the Italians perfected it. <laughs> Pretty scary. Kirkland, Washington had a massive outbreak of this. Uh, you know, they were the ones that originated Costco first. The people there, they've just been catching it in bulk. <laughs> <laughs> It's okay though. As soon as there's a cure, they'll be selling it wholesale. <laughs> now look, I agree. I think that there is a cure for Corona. Like I agree with what Mike Pence said. Thoughts and prayers. Yeah, right. <laughs> but uh, whose prayers are we answering on this? Like I'm just saying. Today, I was going to Costco, and it was so overcrowded I couldn't find a spot, and a guy cut me off. And I think the same as everyone does in that situation. I think, God, why are there so many of these fucking assholes? I wish there was just a massive plague that would wipe them out. Oops. <laughs> you got it. Thoughts and prayers. <laughs> now, the British, they've been well prepared for the outbreak. In fact, they even hired Julie Andrews to do a public service announcement. She's been warning everyone what to do if they think they've contracted it. She's been heard singing on the BBC. Oh, a spoonful of sugar makes the cyanide go down. The cyanide go down. The cyanide go down. <laughs> now, I have a friend. He's really upset about this. He's saying that his life is just utterly miserable now that he can't see his kids because they're locked down and away from him. 
I told him, I completely understand. I know how that is. I can't see my kids anymore. Planned Parenthood wouldn't let me keep the scraps. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Look, guys, I'm not saying that I don't like kids, but, like, they're just such whiny little bastards, aren't they? Uh-huh. Like, all they do is cry when you fuck them. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Guys, relax. Seriously, I have a little nephew, and you should see him. He's fucking adorable. His brothers and sisters are all over him. I keep telling my brother to stop jerking off on his damn kid. Oh. His birthday was coming up, so I got him a little gift. I, I bought him a ball. A ball gab. Oh. That way, I don't hear his cries when I fuck him. Oh. Guys, how can you take me serious on this? If I wanted to fuck someone that had an incredibly low IQ and a half-inch dick, I'd just go out and pick up an 